Hey there, and welcome back to a new season and a new episode of Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I'm your host, Angie Huser. It's that time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? Then let's get going. Well, welcome back, everyone. I am so excited to be here. Like always, it has been um, quite a journey jumping from the end of 2021 into the new year of 2022. And I am beginning season two of Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. For those of you new that decided that this year you were going to start listening to podcasts, um, just a little bit about me before I jump into this episode and what's been going on and what we are going to accomplish this coming year. My name is Angie and I am the host here at Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. Um, my goal is to get you to believe in yourself through my personal journey. Um, I have been through years of knee surgeries after a uh, karate incident, believe it or not, back in 2013. I spent several years in surgeries, knee replacements, knee revisions, PT, PT, more PT, finalized by a blood clot, which led me into amputating my left leg above the knee. And I did that back in 2018. We just celebrated three years of amputation and it has been a wild ride. I gotta tell you, it has been nothing but up since that. Um, I think once you've hit a new low of not being able to exercise when you're used to and it's taken from you and you can't control things, that anything is better than what you are living with. Does amputation give you a lot of challenges? Yes. For those people that think that amputation might be the right path for them, you have to really think long and hard, think about the scenarios, interview people, talk to other amputees, talk to prosthetists, talk to your doctors, make sure your insurance is on board, um, because there is um, more things that happen too with amputation. And for me, I was fortunate enough, knock on wood, not to have any infections, some people end up getting into the infection realm of amputation. And when that happens, you have further amputation and further amputation and further amputation. So there are risks, but for me, the rewards have been great. And I am truly blessed to be where I'm at today, speaking to you through the eyes of an amputee and through the journey that I have been on. And Mine is by no means normal, and you will hear me say time and time again, if you go back to any of my other podcasts, my other episodes, there is no such thing as normal. So when you're looking for normal, there isn't. There wasn't anything normal about your life. If you think about it compared to other people's lives, we have all different paths that we take, and we can all go through something similar and have different outcomes. So that's what I'm doing and that's what I wanted to enlighten people on through my podcast. Um, I felt the need to give back because I have been blessed so greatly by the outcome of my journey. And my journey is still going, right? It never ends. Not until the day I take my last breath will my journey end. And even then, my journey is just beginning based on my faith. So 
with that in mind, I am an above knee amputee. I am uh, married and married my high school sweetheart. I have two wonderful teenage boys, one in college and one getting ready to graduate high school this year. And as of late, the mom of two dogs. Yes, you heard me right. We got a puppy. And that is the reason why last week I didn't start my podcast. The goal was to start back the first week um, in January and get the podcast going. My husband was getting back to work. The kids were back at school. Um, My dad had been visiting. He was heading home back to Illinois. And I was going to just start off the year right. And guess what? Best laid plans. It didn't happen. We got a puppy. And I'm going to show you really quick. So if you are listening, you might want to take a look at my YouTube channel. Um, There is the new dog and our older dog. So the one on the older one with the white muzzle, that one, is Bella. And she's 12 years old. This one is the new one. She's a little four-pound chihuahua. She's four months old. And I think that I might be getting a little bit too up in age to deal with puppyhood again. But I am dealing with it the best I can. Let's just say my body is craving naps more than ever before. And my exercise routine has gone out the window. And I thought, you know what? One thing I always tell you guys is I want to be transparent with you. Um, Life is not always easy. Life is not always what it seems. And when you look at social media, I'm just trying to crush those images that people see on social media, especially those of you struggling medically and those of you that are amputees. If you're following me because you're an amputee or to be an amputee, do not be distraught or discouraged by who you see doing what on social media, because quite frankly, that is their journey. And your journey is whatever you want to make of it and whatever hand you are dealt. Some of us have to deal with a little bit of a harder hand dealt to us and we have to persevere. And all I can say is through those perseverances, through those trials, you only grow stronger internally, mentally, right? And physically. So you just need to know that what people post on social media, and I'm just the same too. I mean, I'm not going to post all negative things or all woe is me things. But I will show you when I succeed at something, when I'm proud of myself, because you guys are my biggest fan base and I love that. Obviously, my family is actually my biggest fan base, but, you know, they're used to seeing me do this. Like, they don't see me as amputee. They don't see me as disabled. So when I get excited that I've accomplished something that maybe they don't notice is really a big deal, I throw it out to the world because... You guys seem to get it because you're not with me every day. But my husband, who's known me since I was 17, he knows I am um, extremely stubborn and pig-headed, and I will do whatever it takes to succeed. So when I do finally succeed and I go, whoa, look at look what I did, he's like, good. And I know he knows it's good, but sometimes you just need that little bit more of a backslap, right? Um, That's what my mom was always really good at. And I'd always call her, but we lost her the same year that I lost my leg. And so I know she's watching me and and she never got to see that I was an amputee because she passed away at the beginning of the year. It's been four years since we lost her. And I didn't um, do my amputation until the end of that year, 2018. 
So um, she never got to see me go through this, but my dad has. And it was a real blessing to have him here for a couple weeks. And I got to take care of him because he's struggling with hip, a hip problem. And he's going in for hip replacement in a couple weeks. And I'm so excited for him because I'm really hoping that will um, take away the pain he's been feeling. Again, we are all in our own journeys. And all you can do is hope and pray for the best for people and guide and love and let people know you love them right and that's you know that's the the joy of a new year starting it being january people get really excited about new goals and turning over a new leaf and so i can tell you that this podcast is called new year new you but i am really an anti-resolution person because anytime i've ever done a resolution a new year's resolution it always falls on the wayside and i don't know if it's because it is such a, um, I don't know what the word is, but it's, it's, it's such a conundrum. We, we, everybody goes through this, right? We all do something that we really want to do in January. And by February or whatever, maybe you get to March, it's kind of fizzled out because something else has taken precedence. So I am an anti-New Year's resolution person, but I am about turning over a new leaf any time of the year. Um, see, that's the problem. And that's why why I dislike it so much. One, we set ourselves up to fail because everybody knows New Year's resolutions fail. And two, things happen. And just because you, you know, promised yourself you were going to do push-ups every night starting January 1st and you were never going to miss a day, even if it's 10 push-ups a day, and then all of a sudden you missed Monday, then you missed Tuesday, and then it's Thursday, and then you go, well, it's too late. I can't get back on that. Yeah, you can. And that's why I hate New Year's resolutions because you feel like if you've missed a few days, then it's done. But did you know that you can start working out, you can start eating healthy, you can start talking positive to yourself, positive messages to yourself any day of the week, any time of the year, and you will totally benefit from the outcome of those changes. So whether it's wanting to quit drinking, quit smoking, or quit something, or if it's starting a new path, starting a new exercise routine, starting a new healthier mental state, start whenever. It does not matter that today is the 12th. Yes, the 12th. It doesn't matter that it's the 12th of January and you didn't start on January 1st. Start today. And so that's what I'm coming to you with. I don't want you to pigeonhole yourself to saying, well, I missed January 1st, therefore I'll just wait till next year. Why? You can do this anytime. And I am, <laughs> I'm in the midst of that because I am also, when I talk to you, I'm preaching to myself. I got wrapped up and lost in getting this new puppy. Um, well, you know, having, having the holidays, everybody knows the holidays are tough. We don't eat the same way. We are traveling, we are doing things out of the ordinary. People are off from work, people are off from school, schedules change. So like I'm now used to a whole semester of being home alone. And with my dog of 12 years old, who knows the routines and just kind of hangs out and sleeps around and um, you know me while I'm working and doing stuff and I don't have to worry about her. When she has to go out, she lets me know we actually have a bell on our back door and she gets up on that door and she bangs it. That way I know she needs to go out. But when people start coming home from work and staying home from work because of 
COVID or because of um, their break being over, the new year started and everybody's back to work, kids are back at school. Um, when they come home from school, things are different. Like all of a sudden I'm like, well, I got to make lunch for everybody. Everybody's home. I don't, I can't just make lunch in the morning and send everybody off to work and school and then have the rest of the day. I've actually got to stop my day and, and do those types of mom things. And that's great. But it lends itself into changing our patterns, our routines. And I am in the middle of the worst letdown of routine I have had in, since my amputation. Like when I got my amputation, I was gung-ho to move because I hadn't moved in five years, literally. I had surgeries for five years, had no movement. I was in bed. I was a PT. I had, couldn't take walks around the block, couldn't go get mail, couldn't take the dog out, couldn't do anything. So I started on a path of just, I have to move, I have to go, I have to do. And it was this holiday of all holidays that I really didn't have any major goals set. And I succumbed to traveling to Chicago for a little bit, having my dad come home and be with me, getting a new puppy, the holidays. And here I am now, a week plus into the new year, um, everybody back to their normal routine, and I am stagnant. You can see my my Bowflex right there in my room and my balls, my BOSU balls and stuff down there and my weights. And they're kind of getting dusty. But I can have to remember that it, we're all on a journey, that this is one of my valleys that I talk about often. And it may not be an ugly valley or a painful valley, but it is a negative impact um, a horrible pattern valley where I'm struggling to pull myself out of. And it's not because I'm being lazy, but again, mentally, I feel like I'm being lazy because I'm making excuses. But having a puppy, I'm not sleeping at night. Actually, I debated, do I do a podcast this week or do I go take a nap? <laughs> and you guys won. I get, you got me back. I'm here. But I am so tired and, you know, of course, they're sleeping now because she kept me up from about 12.45 to 5 this morning. Um, she sleeps on her own bed. She sleeps next to my other dog. Sometimes she takes over the other dog's bed. And Bella, the older dog, does not want to sleep next to her. She wants her space. She's used to her space. And um, when she gets lonely, um, the new dog, which we call Maggie, Maggie May, um, Mags for short, she starts to whimper and look for me in the middle of the night. And as soon as I let her know I'm there, which for me means getting kind of off my bed and making sure she gets back over to her bed, which is about three feet from my side of the bed, she's fine. She goes back to sleep. We do it all over again. I climb back into bed. But at that point, the mom in me is listening because I don't want to wake up to pee spots all over my floor. <laughs> so I'm kind of on high alert, just like I was when my babies were sleeping in their cribs. And I had a monitor next to my bed. If I heard any moaning or movement or whimpering, I remember just getting up and checking on to make sure that they weren't caught in the crib or anything bad. So I'm back at that phase, which is a little bit harder at my age. Um, you know, been there, done it. And I thought I was done. And I remember doing this with Bella 12 years ago. And it was tough on me then. Um, and that point in time, I had two younger boys and I was homeschooling them 
And so if I was sleep deprived, then I also had to deal with two little boys who really didn't want to sit still and learn. So it's a journey. Everything's a journey. So today I thought, you know, I'm going to get on. I'm going to make this happen. We're going to start season two. I'm so excited to be on season two of Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I have been hard at work. Um, one thing you need to know about me is I don't like to sit down for too long, which is ironic that I can't get to my workouts. Um, but again, you guys that have been listening know that we moved homes this summer and I really struggled getting my normal workout routine in because I tend to work out in the evening with my prosthetic off. Um, I like doing things where I'm working on core strength and balance and I do a lot of things with one leg. I do, you know, I do curls, arm curls, bicep curls, and push-ups and planks and one leg um, BOSU ball squats. So when I have my leg on during the day, I don't like to really work out. But then evening comes and I'm so tired from watching the puppy right now that I, I've just been like, well, I'll start tomorrow. You guys know that routine? Oh, I'll start tomorrow. And I am so bad that that's what I've been doing for the last couple of weeks just because I, I, I feel very sleep deprived. So as I tell you these things, it's almost like therapy for me to get on and talk with you because when I talk about it out loud, I ask myself, what would I tell you listening? I would say it's okay to start tomorrow. It's okay to be in this valley right now because it's about a journey. It's not about getting fit and being physically active right now, right here and being in my best shape now. It's supposed to be a path that we take and it's supposed to be a lifelong path. And sometimes our mind or our body just kind of gives up. You know, I've been working really hard for three solid years. And it's okay to take a break from my, my well-being, for a puppy to enjoy this moment because she's going to be a puppy for only so long, to enjoy other things. I, I got myself an acoustic guitar with Christmas money this year, so I want to start learning the guitar. And I still want to get my podcast um, moving and going and work on new uh, guest speakers and stuff on it. Um, and I also have another huge announcement that I'm going to do next week. So you want to make sure you don't miss next week. I have a big announcement I'm really excited about. I'm anxious, nervous, excited, um, passionate about. And, um, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you got to start somewhere. But I'm going to do a little teaser here. I'm not going to tell you about it till next week. So you need to come on next week and hear what the announcement is. But until that time, I'm going to give myself grace and I'm going to give myself some forgiveness and say it's okay to enjoy the puppy right now and it's okay to be so tired that I know that if I try to get physically active, I might actually hurt myself, which then would put me back physically. So if I can get through right now this phase I'm in and move forward, I'm still making sure I watch what I eat. I am, I didn't really do a lot of drinking during the holidays, but sometimes the glass of wine here and there um, kind of took over. Um, I'm not even doing that anymore. Um, for those of you that do have that glass of wine or beer or drink at night, 
um, that is going to be a, a huge difference if you can lighten up that load if you can't be physically active right now if you can kind of watch what you're eating then you will be able to better get back into the swing of things without feeling like not only are you out of shape but you've gained weight because of what you ate while you weren't working out so i figured well if i can't work out right now because i physically am just too tired because i'm not sleeping at night that at least i can watch what i'm eating and drinking so that is a key right now. New Year's resolutions, get rid of those. Talk about with yourself, with your family, a new way of life. Not a New Year's resolution. It is still goal setting. You still want to set those goals. You want to set yourself up for success. But if you call it a New Year's resolution, I think you're just setting yourself up for failure. At least for me, it's that way. Small attainable goals. Example. I have done a lot of 5K virtual races. I did them walking just because I'm trying to get used to my prosthetic, right? That's what I did for the first full year and a half of being an amputee is I want to get better at walking in my prosthetic and using my running blade. Whether I was walking in my running blade or running in it or jogging here and there and doing a walk run, whatever it was. But if I did 5K I knew that if I registered and spent the money on a finisher medal and a bib and a t-shirt, that I would definitely succeed at doing it because one, I'm not going to open a medal that I haven't earned. And two, I could do 5k, 3.2 miles. I can do five or 3.1 miles. I can do a 5k on one given day. It's not astronomical, but it does make me kind of Find the best day where I feel the best. I feel motivated. I feel energized. I'm excited. I'm motivated. And I will get out and I will do 5K. I will walk a 5K. I will jog a 5K, whatever it takes. And then I can say I did it. And usually what ends up happening from there is I get kind of greedy to have that same thing over and over again. So then I find another one. And it's amazing that once you order one medal, guess what? All those companies start saying, hey, don't miss out. The new 5K, 10K half marathon medals are here. Check these out. And there's always a holiday. There's a Valentine's ones. There's St. Patrick's Day ones. There'll be spring ones. And then we move back into the holiday ones, which are always fun ones to do. Um, whether it's a ghost, I have a ghost medal that's um, glow in the dark. I have a leg lamp medal from uh, two Christmases ago. And um, they're just, they're my pride and joy because I, I know that I had to work really hard to accomplish all those miles. With that being said, if you don't start somewhere, you're never going to get started. But make it small. Like right now, as much as it is hard for me and I'm used to working out really hard, I know what I can do and I know I'll get back to it because I, I know that about me right? I'm motivated enough. And that's the kind of lifestyle I want to keep. Plus, I don't like letting myself down and I'm feeling kind of, um, I guess, flabby, you could say. So that's part of the mental game and it's part of the physical game. And so my mental game, I'm feeling a little bit frustrated with myself. And that's where I say I need to show myself a little grace. But physically, if I can at least, and, and this may seem simple, but it's sometimes really hard to start up an old habit that's good but at night now after I get the dogs in bed and I've exhausted Maggie so that she goes to sleep 
I can get on the ground in my room and I will put out push-ups, planks, sit-ups, V-sits. Um, I will do some bridges, anything to feel like I'm, I'm kicking up my metabolism right before I go to bed. And no, it does not keep me awake at night. The dog keeps me awake at night. I don't think the exercises are keeping me awake at night. I really think it's her um, with the whimpering. Um, and she's so darn cute. I can't not get up for her. Um, I wish you could see her face, but she's got it shoved in um, the pillow there. I will post. If you go onto my website, www.bawarrior360.com, I will post pictures with this podcast uh, link. And you can see the new puppy because I've got like 6 million pictures already of her. And we just got her on the second. So my, my thoughts to you would be, don't be hard on yourself. Start now. Okay. And if you don't start now with exercising, at least start small. Start figuring out what you should or shouldn't be eating or drinking. But also like for me, one thing I won't give up is my coffee drinks. So if a girlfriend wants to meet me for coffee, I'm a full on yes. Um, if I want to go and just, you know, it's been a hard night and I'm exhausted, I will go first thing in the morning, even dogs in tow. They will go, come in my Jeep and we will take a quick ride, go through a drive through and get a coffee. That is my joy. That is the one thing I let myself be treated to. And I, I try to make it minimal, like a non-fat milk kind of a thing and low sugar levels, but it's still a treat. Um, I will also allow myself something during the day. If I at least was moving around and getting my steps in around the house, vacuuming or picking up, cleaning, and then I can feel like I've accomplished something, then that's great. So start small. You don't have to make it grand to make it attainable or to make the changes in your life. Small steps will actually get you to where you want to go because with those small steps, you'll start creating a positive habit and then you're going to start feeling good about yourself that you did it. Maybe it's, maybe you're like a chocoholic and maybe you decide that you will allow yourself one piece of chocolate each day. That first day when you have to sit there and you're staring at it and you really want more than the one and you do one and you go to bed that night, Pat yourself on the back. You did it. It's small, but you're going to feel so much better about yourself because all those calories and sugar add up and they add up to things that go on your hips, your thighs, your stomach, whatever. And if you can eliminate just that little bit to start, then that positive feedback you're going to feel and feel great about yourself will then make you want to move on to the next step and then the next step. And then you'll start going, well, I can definitely go for a walk around the block. That's where I'm at right now. So sometimes it doesn't feel good. Like I, for those of you that have listened, I hate just walking. I'm a hiker. I like to hike. If I'm going to get out and actually use my leg, I'd rather hike on rough terrain. I'd like to climb over things. I'd like to work on going downhill and figuring that out. It's a challenge. And I like that. Walking on pavement just to walk, um, I like to make it challenging. So then I try to walk faster and then I try to beat my time and then I try to go further distance and really walking on pavement and hitting the same spot over and over again in my prosthetic hurts. It's not fun. It is definitely a mental game for me where I have to try to win that battle with myself. 
when I do, I feel great about myself, but I normally don't sit there and go, can't wait to go tomorrow. It's usually like, oh, great. Now what am I going to do tomorrow? So then I try to go hiking because I really don't want to do that again. So small steps in the right direction to start off this new year. It is a lifestyle change from whatever day you decide to start. And you know what? Guess what? If you screw up today, you have tomorrow. Yeah. So don't fret about it. Don't, you know, get caught up in it and get down on yourself. Don't talk negative to yourself about being a loser or incapable of of achieving anything and being worthless. None of those things that you can say to yourself are going to be helpful. Just say, you know what? I'm human. It wasn't a great day. Tomorrow will be better. You know, we don't know what tomorrow brings, but beating yourself up over living life today isn't going to help either. So just remember, you are human. You're going to have setbacks. They're going to be physical setbacks, emotional setbacks, and mental setbacks. And I want to help you get through those. And through my journey, I'm going to share, being very transparent, what I'm going through. And right now, I'm not exercising the way I'd like to. And quite frankly, wearing big, huge, heavy sweaters and and leggings every day because it's chilly here in um, Arizona during the mornings and the evenings is not helpful hiding the body. So normally I'm the kind of person that is walking around in like my my swimsuit or shorts and a, a tank top all summer long and pretty much spring into fall. Um, and so when when you have to bear all, it's easy to make sure you stay focused because you see everything, right? This is the time of year where we kind of all hibernate and we kind of eat a little bit more um, the home cooked warm comfort foods, um, chilies and, you know, pastas and breads and all those yummy baked goods through the holidays and the things that your friends brought over or that they were baking. And, you know, it's, it's never too early to start thinking about swimsuit season and um, just being healthier right? For your own sake or for the sake of your fur babies or your your babies or your husband or your wife. Um, you know, you want to be around for a long time and they want you around for a long time. So you need to be healthy because unhealthy and in this time frame when we're all dealing with the viruses that are going around and everything, you never know. And if you're unhealthy, you're going to have a higher chance of getting something and maybe having a hard time recovering. So I want you to be healthy. I want you to live a good life. I want you to be happy. Um, The reason for this podcast was because I want you to feel motivated to live your best life. If I can go through the things I've gone through since 2013 and feel this great about myself, and quite frankly, I'm in the best shape of my life, even though I haven't been working out for the last couple months, I'm lighter than I've ever been, and I'm in the best shape of my life, and I did that as an amputee, then you can too. And no, it has not been easy. And no, I have not had the best and easiest path. There are some of you that are going to say, oh, well, yeah, it's easy for you to say you had a good feeding socket. No, I haven't. I really struggled, especially this summer, with a socket that wouldn't stay on right. And I was hitting nerves. I've had nerve um, surgery um, last December to fix some serious nerve pain that felt like someone was cutting me with a knife um, with every step. And so... I get the setbacks. I get the mental and physical anguish of things that don't feel good. So 
don't give up. Don't let anything um, get in your way of feeling good about yourself. Pat yourself on the back for the little, the little things you do and the big things you do and have grace with yourself when it just doesn't go the way you had hoped. At the end of my podcast, for those of you that are new, I usually try to put a call to action. And I thought, you know, I don't want to just talk at you. I want to be interactive. And I want there to be something you can feel like you can accomplish. Something that will motivate you to move forward until next week when we meet again. So this week for a call to action, and it's going to kind of seem a little similar, but this is the beginning of season two. It's the beginning of a new year. It's 2022. You're here. You're listening for a reason. And I'm hoping I can help you. I want you to stay motivated or I want you to get motivated. I want you to create some positive vibes in your life. I want you to take time out for you. Self-help, self-care is all the rage, but it's real. When I started feeling better about myself and I started taking care of myself, even if it was a hike that lasted an hour or a workout that lasted 30 minutes, I was feeling better about myself. And when I was feeling better about myself, I treated the people around me with kindness, grace, love, compassion, understanding, much more than when I was belittling myself or feeling really crappy. And that was tough because there was five years of me being laid up in bed that I had to go from being a very athletic, active person. I was going for my second degree black belt. I was strong for being like 41 at the time. And I was really proud of myself because I was worried that I was going to get older and I was just going to gain weight. My metabolism was going to slow and I wouldn't be the athlete. I always remembered myself being as I was a kid and a teenager. And um, when I got hurt and I was laid up in bed, I really had to, um, I had to really become mentally strong and not allow myself to get depressed about my circumstance. And you might be there right now. You might be really, really depressed on where you're at. But I can tell you in my journey that even though I went through literally a 55-pound weight gain in five years, not feeling like myself, wearing clothes that were majorly large, extra large, feeling miserable, and living in Arizona, not wanting to go to the beaches, not wanting to go in California or Hawaii, not wanting to get in a pool, not being wanting to be seen in a um, swimsuit or shorts. Um, if I can do it, you can do it. I know you can. Don't, don't give up. All I can tell you is that through those trials, I have become a stronger and a better person. And that's why I do this podcast because I want to be able to preach to those of you that are struggling like I struggled to let you know you're not alone and that good can come from it. Even in the darkest of hours, good can come from that. So call to action. I want you to start jotting down some things you love about yourself. Everything, even if it's simple thing like you you love your eye color or you love the way your hair looks today or um, you love that you can smile through some of the pain. Whatever it is, 
talk about that. Maybe you like the way your ears are. I don't know. But make sure you see the positive in you. List as many things as you can. This is a private list. It's only for your eyes. It's okay to love yourself. It's okay to be the one that has to show that you love yourself. Sometimes we don't have the compassionate partner or sometimes we live alone. Some of you might be on your own and you don't have someone sitting there saying how beautiful or handsome you are or what great shape you're in or how beautiful your eyes are. The, the smile brightens my day kind of a thing. And if you don't, then it's, you have to be the person doing it for yourself. You will be stronger for it. If you can do that for yourself, you will be a stronger, more individual, independent person, and you will succeed then. Sometimes people are very dependent on others to give them feedback, and that's great. But if that is the only way you're going to feel good about yourself, then you're going to end up pigeonholing yourself into those moments of darkness where you can't get out of it and the person you count on to do that isn't there for you. Not when you need it most. So write down all the things that you love about yourself. And then what I want you to do is I want you to decide where do you see yourself in, let's say, the spring? Where do you see yourself by summer or the end of summer? And set these little tiny goals. What do you want to achieve? Like you need to set it out. And I don't mean, hey, I want to lose weight. Well, we kind of all do. I feel like there's a lot of people, or there might be some people that are out there that need to gain weight, right? That's not a good enough goal. And I don't want you to make a New Year's resolution. Don't even dare call it that because you're just going to put yourself into a, a, a hole of giving up. But if I tell myself that, like right now, I haven't been doing my squats and I notice that the one leg I have isn't as strong looking. Like I don't, I don't have the definition I used to have when I was doing squats every day. So I want that back before swimsuit season. So it is now January 12th. I want to be able to get um, in a swimsuit in March and feel great about my quad and my hip, my thigh, uh, my butt region. And that takes me doing my my squats every day and it takes me doing um, I do these bridges with one leg on a the ball I'm actually sitting on I'm sitting on one of those big blow-up balls and I use that to put my heel on and I bridge up and I roll the ball towards me and that tightens up my hamstring and my my um, part of my gluteus maximus or minimus and so that I know for a fact if I could just sit down and do that and that's the part I know I need to do that I'm not doing it anymore that made me feel great about myself. I know I need to do that and I'm just struggling to get started because I know the energy that's going to take and the focus and right now my focus has been making sure the dog doesn't pee in the house, watching her and then times when I'm really tired, I just want her to sit with me because she's finally sleeping and I can just mentally rest and my head isn't spinning or wondering where she's at. So write down all the things that you love about yourself. At least try to make a list of five to 10 things, your, your top five to 10. And then I want you to write down, where do you see yourself at the beginning of summer? So let's call that June, May, May or June, okay? 
What do you want to feel like, look like, be like? Where do you want to be? Maybe you want to eat healthier. Maybe you want to stop eating out because that's what's probably putting the weight on. Maybe you are going to tell yourself, we will, as a family or as an individual, I'll only eat out like three times, three meals a week or four meals a week. Because maybe you're at work and you grab a lunch out on Fridays with your colleagues, right? So that's one. Um, I know on the weekends, there's at least one meal that we like to eat out as a family. So a lot of times it's Saturday afternoon and then we'll come home and just have some like cheese and crackers for dinner because we don't eat that much. So set those little goals and, and be specific. If you know that I am not going to be eating out until Wednesday dinner, Friday lunch, Saturday dinner, then I had better make sure I have the right foods in the house for all those other meals right? What is it that you're eating for breakfast? Now, I am the queen of, of um, habit, like when it comes to food, to the point of a problem. So my breakfasts right now is I don't eat too early. Even though I'm up at 6.15 with my son, I try not to eat till like 10. So I fill up with like a huge glass of water. Actually, I've got, I bring this, carry this around everywhere I go and I try to fill this up four times a day. So first thing in the morning, I drink one whole um, cup of that. Granted, I spend most of my time in the bathroom, but I get one of those in before I have breakfast. And then I usually do um, a light and fit granola or uh, yogurt with some fresh berries and maybe a sprinkling of some bare naked granola. And that's my breakfast like every day. And then for lunch, I'm a tuna girl, but I'm so, well, let's just call it lazy. I like quick and easy, but without all the preservatives. So I buy those tuna packs, either the ones that are hickory smoked or the lemon pepper, or the one that I love now is it's got rice and beans in it, and it's still in the foil pack, and you're supposed to heat it up. I eat it with a fork straight out of the foil, and it's healthier. It's got the tuna. It's got it's hot, so it kicks up my metabolism because of the spice. It's got some rice. It's got some beans. It's got some corn, and it's like 180 calories. And then I can still get my Starbucks if that's what I really want. And then I also maybe will have a protein bar. And that'll be all by by 2 o'clock I've had that. And then dinner, I'll eat with my family whatever I decide I'm making with the family. And I just make sure I portion control. And we try to eat early. I try not to eat after um, 6.37 because at that point in time, I want to be winding down and I don't want a belly full of food at bedtime because then I wake up hungry and that feels great. And then I drink my glass of water and start the whole process over again. So I'm a creature of habit when it comes to food because it's just that much easier for me. I make sure we have yogurts in the house. I make sure I have protein bars in the house. I make sure I have my tuna in the house. Um, And I stay away from things like juices, but I will say that I have caved. I can't believe I'm gonna tell you this, but I caved to doing sometimes bang energy drinks um, midday because it gives me flavor that the water lacks gives me um, kind of that feeling of having pop because I'm not drinking pop anymore um, or soda whatever you call it we're from the Midwest and so I'm not having that and so and bang is zero calories or 10 calories for a can so I get the carbonation I get the flavor but I don't 
have the guilt of calories. And I love that because I am a calorie counter. So if I'm not working out and expending calories, then I can't be putting a ton of calories in. So that's where I'm at. That's the call to action I want you to um, to work on this week. And you are more than welcome as always to reach out to me. You can either find me on Instagram. Um, you can do Angie underscore Huser, or you can do be a warrior 360 and it's a B and an A and then warrior 360. Um, I'm also on Facebook under those same names. And then I also have my website where you can find my podcast, which is www.bawarrior360.com. And like I said, I will post pictures of Maggie, our new puppy, and Abella, her sidekick, because now Bella's just dealing with her sleeping right next to her. Again, I will show you. They are still laying there. Oh, now you can see Maggie's face. There's Maggie. And then Bella sound asleep because the young pup is making her tired, just like me. <laughs> Anyways, call to action. Get down five to ten things you love about yourself. Put those someplace where you can see them. If you want to keep them hidden, put them in a drawer. Like I've, I'm at a desk right here. If I want and I'm really lacking confidence that day, I can open it up and I can remember what things I love about myself. Yeah, don't be shy. Don't be um, worried about looking like you're you know, telling yourself you're amazing. That's okay. You should tell yourself you're amazing because you are amazing. And I just hope that you guys have all had an amazing, blessed holiday with your family, with friends. I hope that you got to bring in the new year healthy and strong. Please be careful out there. Be careful with, I don't know what this virus is doing. I pray that if you have kids in school, that they are able to stay in school. I pray that if you're a teacher, that you are staying healthy. I know it can't be easy right now. A lot of our teachers at my son's school are struggling um, with being sick. And then there's others that are there that are using their prep time to take and, and take over a teacher that's missing class because even the subs are lacking. Just stay safe out there and let's build a healthy future for our bodies so that we can battle things that come our way. I hope you have a awesome rest of your week and please, please, please share. If you like this, share this please with people that you know could use some motivation, some accountability, some love, and some um, hopefully some humor along the way. This was a little bit more on the serious side, um, but sometimes I just like to tell you some really goofy things that have happened to me and hopefully get you to laugh. Um, laughter's great medicine. And um, make sure that next week you listen in because I'm going to announce something I'm very excited about, but I just want to get all my ducks in a row. I was supposed to have this ready for this week or this last week, but because of getting a new puppy, things didn't go as planned. And I'm forgiving myself for that because you know what? Great things don't have to start on January 1st. They can start any day of the year, any day of the week. So guess what? My great stuff is going to start next week and I want you there because I want you to be a part of it because you've been a part of my life and I'm grateful for you, for you listening, for you sharing this with other people that could use the message and I will talk to you next week. Until then, have a wonderful, wonderful week and remember as always, be healthy, be happy, be you.